construction, golf news, equipment, travel, interviews, course profiles, and more. Your weekly fix of all things golf is about to begin. It's the Flagstick Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Bonner and Scott McLeod. Well, welcome everybody to the 50th episode of Flagstick Podcast. Uh, I am obviously your host, Jeff Bonner, and with me as always is my co-host, Scott McLeod. Here to celebrate 50 great podcasts with you. Um, We've already sponsored... celebrated 50 years. I know. No, it's not 50 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It would have been cool. Us. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah. Us. Uh, sponsored this week, of course, by Adidas. Uh, Adidas introduces the Ultimate 365 Tour Heat Apparel and ZG23 Vent Footwear to help golfers handle the heat this season. The collection features a mix of silhouettes for men and women with heat-ready and no-show technology to keep golfers cool and dry so they can perform their best. Both the ZG3 Vent and Ultimate 365 Tour Apparel are available now on adidas.ca, the Adidas app, and, of course, at selected retailers worldwide. Uh, just before we get going on this, uh, we've got to make sure you're following across all social media networks, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and, of course, the X. Uh, formerly Twitter, subscribing on Spotify, Audible, Google, Google Podcasts, uh, and Apple Podcasts. And we really do encourage you to hit us up on YouTube. We're going to be announcing those two winners of our YouTube contest later in the show. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us, and click the notification bell so you never miss a single episode of this podcast. And there have been 50, or there have been 49 and about to be 50. Yes. Um, so, Scotty Mack, here we yeah. are. <laughs> Who would have thought... Well, I guess I guess we would have thought. Yeah, it's a milestone. Fifty podcasts. I mean, is it yeah. is it? It's cool that we that we're doing that we've done fifty. It's kind of a cool round number and everything. But yeah, well, I will say this. I mean, I've said I've said it before because obviously we're involved with you know supporting a, a previous podcast and stuff like that. The average podcast lasts six shows. I mean, there's millions out there. People are trying to do them. Um, they realize pretty quickly it takes a lot of effort, a lot more mm-hmm. than they think, just to sit down and, and chat about things, whether it's scripting, subjects, guests, sponsors, posting, marketing. Uh, there's a lot to it. Oh, it yeah. Really so, um, but yeah, just grateful we're here and we're, we're thankful for everybody that supported uh, us as far as the sponsors. Oh, uh, big time. For yeah. a couple of years. That's, we couldn't do it without them. Uh, as well to the guests and and most importantly the people that uh, are tuning in we've had downloads in 73 countries um which is hard to believe i don't know how somebody in the middle of vietnam really cares about what we're talking about hey but somehow they do and we appreciate them uh them them doing that have so, you uh, heard us i mean i can understand why they tune in I mean, if you listen <laughs> if you listen to the play. podcast i think it's pretty pretty easy to understand uh, why somebody that far away would be tuning into this podcast Okay, sure. I mean, we'll it's go, we'll it's all that. about it's about this guy and that guy and that and that guy. <laughs> oh, it's fun. Hey, you know what? It's our chance, actually, more than anything, to get together once a week if we you know when we can. Oh, I know. Uh, just to have a chat. You know, people should realize that you know, uh, in this day and age, you know, we work remotely. Uh, you know, we work closely, but we're you know not on top of each other every day doing well, stuff no. or whatever. So. Um, this is an opportunity as much to, uh, you know, to get together and talk about topics for us to discuss them, but, you know, to bring a different angle. And I think that was one of the comments that I read when I was going through and, and looking through the, uh, the responses for the YouTube contest. There's one person who was down in the States and commented, it's really nice to hear some things from a Canadian angle. 
which yeah you know that that is certainly you know we part are of Canadian. It for sure so yeah so anyways uh yeah happy 50th bud yes happy 50th to you um now i'll tell you something after this many podcasts uh the kind of things that we talk about, I mean, obviously there's news stuff that we talk about and we're going to get to that really, really shortly just to get caught up. But a lot of the conversations that we have, these are the kinds of conversations that we have when we're not, you know, recording. I mean, that's that's sort of why this sort of um, uh, developed, I guess, uh, you know, the, the, the fact that we do it as a podcast, as opposed to just, you know, getting on the phone and talking. It's like, why are we just talking? We should be recording what we're saying because some of this is pretty good stuff. Uh, So that's why, you know, that's why we're here. I mean, that's, you know, we get things we want to talk about and we'd rather share, you know, there's no secrets here. No, we, I know we'd rather share it with everybody everybody and and let you get a kick out of what we're, we're talking about and have your opinions, whether you like what we say or what you don't, whether you don't like what we say and it is what it is. That's kind of the nature of a podcast, right? Yeah. Um, that said, uh, we do have a uh, uh, a really good show uh, lined up, especially the back nine. I mean, we won't mm. discount the front nine, but the front nine is going to be a little bit of uh, wrapping some things up, uh, informing you of some golf events and so on, some things that have occurred in the last week. And uh, in the back nine, we're going to get into um, the bucket list talk uh, yeah. and uh, some cool things, like some things that are on my bucket list, some things on your bucket list. Uh, a lot of them are are similar. Uh, but yep. some of them aren't. And uh, we're going to get into that conversation and, and discussion in the back nine. But um, we want to get going on the front nine so we can get to the news information. The front nine obviously is brought to us, uh, you, by our really good friends at Metcalf Golf Club, a natural setting, a pleasant challenge. Golf season has uh, is very deep into it now. <laughs> and uh, But you can still save big on your golf for the rest of the year. Um Join a league if there's any space available in any of the leagues that are left, but especially purchase those game packs uh, and be ready to hit the tee with some money, extra money in your pocket. Visit MetcalfGolf.com to shop for those now. Yeah, All lots right. of season left. Lots oh, of yeah, season tons left. of season left. And the way the way the weather's been going on here, guy, we might get 30-degree weather into January. For sure. Who the heck knows? You I was just actually joking days. with my... With my son Brandon, here we are. It's Thursday. We're recording. Yeah. Usually, this is when we record, and and for the last pretty much every Thursday for over a month now, there's always a thunderstorm. Mm. If it's not a thunderstorm, it's a tornado warning. And in, yeah. in fact, two times we've actually had tornadoes touch down one uh, not too not far, far away, away from here yeah. in uh, near Falcon Ridge Golf Course, and uh, another one in Barhaven. That uh, yeah. you know, and uh, sorry for all the damage that those things cause, but uh, there's mm-hmm. not much you can do about it. But it seems like today there wasn't supposed to be any rain or anything in the forecast. So we're leaving where we were uh, at his little ice hockey session there. And yep. lo and behold, cloud. it starts raining. Yeah. Big cloud starts raining. It's like, where in the heck did this come from? Well, it's thunderstorm Thursday. So what the heck? <laughs> what, they, do, you, they do pop up. You just I grow mean, to expect it, yeah, right? And this this yeah. isn't Florida. It's frigging Metcalf. Hey, here's the other side of it. You know, uh, it's an outdoor game. You know, uh, you know, minus dangerous weather that you can't play in. Yeah, you, know, you got to be prepared to go out yes. and play in a little bit of rain. Because in the end, I mean, if you're sitting there in December, going, "Man, I wish I'd played that day when there was a little bit of rain," you're going to regret not doing it. So you do yeah, know, you know people that there's a reason why they sell golf umbrellas. Yeah, and rain and gear, rain jackets, rain gloves, and rain gloves. Bit. Yeah, you know that's why it's not so they can look good in your golf bag when it's no. 40 degrees out no no it's, it's exactly. so you can play in the rain and stay dry exactly. yeah. so yeah much as i hate to say it suck yeah. it up play some golf in the rain yeah. 
Yeah. All so, right. And it's fun. It's a fun time to be on the oh, golf course. I mean, half the time that, you know, the places are not as busy. So you got a little bit more room. I know I played a bit on Tuesday on, on a day that was uh, supposed to be rainy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the golf course ended up fairly vacant and got around, you know, fairly quickly. And it turned out to be nice. So you just never know. So and it's lift clean in place. Risk it. Risk it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't like ball in hand? For sure. Anybody. Um, okay, Scott. So uh, let's yeah. let's get people sort of uh, caught up on on uh, what's been going on. Obviously, big big news mm-hmm. uh, for Eastern Ontario, particularly, and the uh, the Kingston region yep. um, is uh, you know Aston McCulloch yep. and and the Canadian Amateur victory. Like, uh, take us through what that means because that's that's big. Like, that's a that's a pretty big deal for for the Kingston area, especially. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's been 118th playing of the Canadian Men's Amateur Championship. The first one was held in 1895 in Ottawa. People should know that. I mean, uh, and you know, funny enough, the last time somebody from Kingston, Ontario won was in 1895. So uh, it's crazy to think there's a 123-year gap that's there. Now, there's been players that have contended uh, through the years. Um, But yeah, Ashton McCullough, huge for him to get that to get that victory i mean um you know to pull it off uh is one thing and then you know that um you know there's been one other eastern ontario uh winner that wasn't from kingston that was greg olson who did mm-hmm. it in 1980 and we, we've talked about him and stuff before uh ashton won an exemption right away to go he got two exemptions out of that uh one it was to play in the u.s amateur this 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 week nice. unfortunately he missed the cut down there uh, in Colorado. And then he also gets in the RBC Canadian open next year, which is huge for him because he's been, came close to Monday qualifying a couple of times. Uh, now if people are not familiar with, uh, Ashton, uh, he is a student at Michigan state plays in the golf team there. Uh, previous winner of things like the Eastern Ontario championship, the Glencoe invitational obviously won a couple of city championships down in, in Kingston, but you know, solid, solid player. This is obviously the, you know, the big win for him. He had tied for second earlier this year at the Ontario amateur. And that one stung a little bit because he was kind of in the mix. We had Cameron Perro, who was the winner of that yes. on the podcast. And I've already talked to Ashton. We talked before he went to Colorado and uh, we're going to get together and connect uh, pretty soon here uh, before, hopefully before he gets uh, to school, but otherwise we will get to him uh, and do a little bit of a, a longer interview, but uh, great for him. Uh, had his, one of his best friends on the bag as well. Um, just made for a great thing. And he won by a bunch. Um, yeah. which was, uh, you know, just a, a great way to do it. So, uh, you know, huge accomplishment there and, and, uh, nice to see. We have had a Canadian, um, women's amateur champion from, uh, Eastern Ontario. Obviously we've had a couple of them yeah, and, and Augusta James. Um, but the men's, it has definitely been a drought at 123 years. Drought no more. The drought uh, is over. That is a drought for, for Kingston. As we mentioned, Greg Olson, 1980, that's 43 years ago. Um, uh, but certainly that's, you know. Three people from Eastern Ontario on the men's side in in 123 years. So yeah, pretty pretty cool. Awesome, awesome. Um, okay, um, the Play Junior Golf Tour, which obviously we are a big part of because yes. uh, they play all season long for their their shot at the Flagstick uh, Cup, and um, uh, the latest um, version, the latest yes. event was held yeah. at the Carlton Golf and Yacht Club at the Brad Fritch Jr. Classic, yeah. uh, presented by Davidson Hool Allen in support of the Ottawa Heart Institute. 
Um, now there was a record 22 girls in the mm-hmm. field, uh, uh, for this event, which is yeah. awesome. It's yeah. just awesome. Um, sign of things to come, I think, especially for the play junior golf tour, uh, lots of great things that Chris is doing there. And, um, Chris felt camp that is the, the, uh, yep. founder and operator. Um, but, um, winners, let's just go through the winners real sure. quickly. Scott, to get the names out there and, and, uh, then we could go from there. Yeah, just a, a couple of quick things on that. Like you said, uh, Ottawa Heart Institute, uh, it's close to Chris as far as a, a cause. They did raise $2,000, uh, which they gave to the Heart Institute. They coordinated that, that with our friend Leanne Lang from there, uh, which is fabulous to see. As you mentioned, 22 girls, amazing. And I think, uh, you know, I posted that on social media and people went nuts over that because, you know, from other tours, it's not been the norm over the years, but 22 out of 79 players is amazing and, and going to go farther. Uh, winners on the week were uh, Sarah Tahar, uh, Carrie Zhao, uh, Olivia Patterson, Jack Sample, who just won the OBJ Wee match play, by the way, which we'll, yeah. we'll have a wrap-up of that next week. Uh, Michael Vavone, who's been playing great this year. Peyton Patterson, again, another win for her. Uh, Sammy Tahar, uh, which, you know, which is great. There's sister sister one and now brother. Uh, Shinya Zhang, uh, Peyton Veldkamp, Haley Dennis, uh, Bentley Klumpmaker, uh, Bryce Sismar, and in the U9 girls, Vanessa Bell. Remember that name? Cool golf swing, really good golf swing, and uh, looking forward to seeing her uh, on Monday, which I think you can share a little bit more about what's happening on Monday. Yes, well, of course, the uh, Kevin Dickey Tour Championship uh, presented, obviously, by flagstick.com, coming up on Monday at Cataraqui, and this completes... Yes. The race to the flagstick.com cup um, on the Play Junior Golf Tour. Yeah. Exciting conclusion uh, mm. to the year. Great golf course for the uh, for the kids to be able to play. Yeah. Um, and they're excited there too. I mean, yeah. as I mentioned to you off the air, I was over there on uh, on Tuesday and, and talking to Ian Reston, who's originally from Prescott about the championship they were aerated the greens last week their big concern was to making sure that it's in premium condition for these juniors which is really cool to hear yes because a lot of times you get tours they're kind of an afterthought the juniors and so forth but uh, they want to make sure this is spectacular a great experience for these kids i think they're taking up to 80 uh, for the tour championship and uh, plan to be on site there for that so that's uh, looking forward to that awesome awesome um, now the couple of the pieces of news to, to get to, I just want to get to really quickly why we're in the middle of this. Um, the, uh, the, uh, tailor made YouTube contest that we, yeah. we have been running for a few weeks. We said, yep. uh, you know, leave your comments on Eight any episode now, of the show. Yeah. Um, then Scott, then Scott went to PEI for, uh, Sorry. uh, for a while. So we kind of pushed that off, but now we've got, we've selected our two winners. Yeah. Um, uh, Chris Pereira. And Thomas Westfall. Yeah. Um, congratulations uh, on winning the uh, the TaylorMade YouTube contest uh, prize package, uh, which will get sent out to you as soon as we get some mailing information from you. But we will reach out and get that information from you shortly. Uh, so congratulations for that. And make sure that you, as we always say, subscribe to the YouTube channel because this is the kind of stuff that we're going to do. And we've got more goodies, so we're going to give away more stuff. So not this week, but we'll put some packages together and get something yep. ready for you for the next show. For sure. Um, some sad news, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, longtime uh, PGA Canada professional Jeff Baker 
uh, passed away uh, at the age of uh, of 64. He was a longtime PGA of Ottawa member, um, got no golf club, Champlain Golf Club. Um, from my own personal side of things, obviously, when I started the magazine in the in the business back in 1996, there were a number of the um, I call them the the older pros, the original pros, yeah. um, and Jeff was one of those that was super super supportive of what I was doing was extremely helpful in pointing me in the right direction on who what the people who the people were to speak to, uh, what I should be looking at, who I should be talking to. Like really amazing, awesome guy. Um, very sad to hear of his passing. Um, thoughts and prayers uh, go out to uh, to Jeff's family uh, during this time, and uh, um, we hope everybody's well. Yeah. Um, you know, just a quick note on that. Jeff was the uh, past president of the uh, the zone. And then also was the head professional of the year as well. So that, you know, he was highly regarded by his peers, uh, really cared a lot about not only the game, but the industry as well and, and gave back. And as a result of it, he was highly respected and yeah, his service uh, was today. And uh, I know I'm sure that uh, there was a lot of people that are thinking about him and his family. Indeed. Indeed. Um, okay. On uh, another Getting in switching gears again um, <laughs> on the flagstick.com PGA of Ottawa tour. The yep. pro lady event uh, took place at um, Lock March. Is that Lock March? Um, great venue. That course, I love that golf course, but the course does not like me. It doesn't love it's you. Just, like it, it's sad because he, here you got a golf course that I actually really like. Yeah. I really like to play Lock March. I like visually, I love the golf course. And I love the people out there and the whole atmosphere, everything about it. It just doesn't like me for some stupid reason. <laughs> I cannot score on that golf course ever, uh, but I still well, love going there and playing. And I keep going back because I like it. Yeah. Because well, the winning team could score this week. That's no, sure no question should. about 1200, that. So, so 1260 team Rivermead, right? That's the again, that's back to back. Yeah. Different, different players, but yeah, uh, the pros, which makes Sarah it even Landry, more extraordinary, right? But uh, Sarah Landry, who's a who's a great player, a great professional, uh, had the pleasure of playing with her in a group last year at the Pink Challenge Cup, uh, and I know they had a great time. They had uh, Carrie McVeigh, Kristen Stauffer, and Julia Peltier on her team, and by coincidence, the, the second place team was also from Rivermead. Uh, Laura McCutcheon, Elisa Muse, uh, Jose Lacasse uh, with Mathieu Perron, and they just beat them by a stroke. So um, I guess there's some, Crazy. I guess that there's going to be some bragging rights there for a year. Um, and that's, uh, yeah. So a great event out there, obviously Daniel Nadon does a great job hosting that, um, you know, along with the zone with Caroline and so forth. And, uh, I know they had a, they had a great time out there and, and up next for the zone is the, uh, the zone championship, yes. uh, which gets underway Sunday and wraps up on Monday, which kind of creeped up on me. Um, and it's a little bit of a small field. I'm not sure why it's a little bit of a small field, but, uh, whatever the case that will be decided and we'll update you next week on that. Are you playing? I'm not. I'm at the tour. I'm at the, the I'm at the flagstick.com cup yeah i know I coverage know. work first i know work first sad but i know i i understand yeah totally can't be sad. everywhere as it was no well you could be but well you could try but it probably wouldn't work out so well for you nope not not the case so all right um, and one last little item on the uh on the front nine yeah um the flagstick two ball championship registration is open has been for a while 
Need your entries. Need the entries. Um, we do not want to not run this event. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we do need to have more than the number of teams that we have to kind of yep. make it a reasonably decent event. And yep. I don't know why you're not signing up, people. I don't I know, know why. It's a great event. It's a great venue. It's in the fall. Can't possibly have anything going on September 9th and 10th in the fall. Come on. Let's be honest <laughs> with ourselves. Nothing going on. Hockey hasn't even really started at that point. You know, just grab a partner. I mean, uh, here's like it's not thing. hard. I had it's a not... few people this week just reaching out asking about format and so forth. And, and we'll just reiterate it's a combined Stableford. So, yes, you're playing for points. And the thing is, you don't have to be a top player. You can play with a C flighter. We just combine the indexes that creates your flight. And then you're basically just playing for points beyond that. And I'll tell you what, the reaction last year from players was, man, this is fun to do because we're just going all out. And I can't, it doesn't matter if I make a 10, it only counts for, you know, losing a point. Uh, and, you know, just make as many birds as you can. It's well, the thing, you don't even lose a point for a bogey on this event. People oh, they, understand, well, understand yeah, that you don't lose a yeah. point for making a bogey. You yeah. lose a point for making a double, double or worse. Yeah. You gain a point for a par. So go out and between the two, of you make 18 pars. You get 18 points. Mm-hmm. Like make 18 bogeys and 18 pars. You get 18 points. And That's pretty darn the, good. I hear the course is in pristine it's shape. Amazing shape. So, so uh, come on, let's, let's make this happen. Yeah. Don't make me cancel this event. I don't right, want dude. to. Okay. Got it. All, all right. right. Okay. With all that said, uh, it's time to take a little break. Uh, get a little swig of coffee, water, whatever we need to do here to uh, soften up the vocal cords. Cause we're going to be about. chatting bucket list You got it. on the 50th anniversary of the flagstick podcast. So, I don't want you going anywhere. I want you staying and hanging around and getting ready. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, the bucket list on the Flagstick Podcast. Stay with us. Adidas introduces the Ultimate 365 Tour Heat Apparel and ZG23 Vent Footwear to help golfers handle the heat this season. Both the ZG23 Vent and Ultimate 365 Tour Apparel are available now on adidas.ca, the Adidas app, and selected retailers worldwide. And welcome back to the 50th episode of the Flagstick Podcast uh, with uh, Jeff Botter and, of course, Scott McLeod. And we are going to head out to our back nine, mm-hmm. uh, presented by Castleview Golf Club. Only a short 25-minute drive from Ottawa. This 18-hole layout is renowned for its superb conditions and unsurpassed service, making it a must-play in the Capital Region. 5, 10, and 20-round packages are available. Visit Castleview dot com for more information all right here we go on the 50th episode of the flagstick podcast we are going to talk bucket lists yeah everybody's got them some people write them down some people have them in their heads some people don't talk about them I, you know what i i tweeted this week about the fact that we were doing this and i noticed some great responses because i follow you on x x is it even twitter is it called x or is that just a logo it's, it's x but people people you know what the sad part about it is it sounds like you know what are you on x scott i know i know like it seriously like drugs. elon what is wrong with yeah, you yeah didn't Come what's on, he man? Say he maybe didn't think it all the way through Does, the guy is so smart how could you not think it through we'll leave it at that twitter <laughs> is good twitter is a good name i like twitter because it's about tweeting birds yeah. talk they sing that's Apparently what Twitter is. Yeah. Anyway, anyway we'll whatever. Leave, we'll leave that at that. So, All right. Yes. Let's, let's talk about the bucket list. 
Yeah. So, you know what? Um, the reason why I was thinking about this was, you know, obviously we had a 50th coming up, a little bit of a milestone, but, you know, I was thinking about milestones more than anything. And, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, I was down in, in PEI and hanging out sure. with uh, Sammy McPhail and Ben King as they completed their uh, seven different golf courses, nine holes uh, marathon in a single day, which I thought, oh my God, this is crazy. Um, but then also talking to another Good for tour- you guys. Tour, tour pro yeah exhausted good idea when you start that's for sure uh but then i was also talking to another tour pro and and just saying hey you know kind of what's on your bucket list that's not your job do you have one and he just you know it kind of took him back at first because everybody's always talking to him about goals and things like that and then he basically just said hey you know what uh, you know, I had this one trip did recently or whatever, and it's got me thinking more about non-competitive buddy trips, just going out, having a good time or whatever. And that started to build his thoughts for his bucket list. And he's just a young guy. Um, so yeah, I thought, you know what, we've talked about it a bit over the years. And I, I'll preface this by saying this, we're both over 50. We've both done a lot of trips <laughs> and things over the years. We've been very fortunate in this golf industry to do yeah. a lot of cool things that um, some of them, yeah, we would have put on our bucket list. Some happen that we're our bucket list worthy. So we're very fortunate. And I will just say right off the start, if I never get to any of this stuff on the bucket list, I would still have had a very thorough golf life. Let's just say that. No question. Uh, but that said, there's still some fun stuff I'd still like to do. Well, and the thing is, like you're right. We have been fortunate, you know, given what we do, uh, yeah. to have been able to go on some trips. Mm-hmm. And the trips, a lot of the trips that we've taken over the years, um, you're right. They wouldn't necessarily be ones you should sit down and say, I want to go and do this. Right. Having look, looking back on the trips that we did. They're the ones the that you talk we, about. Like yeah, it's yeah. A bucket list they, too, were, yeah. they were post, they were sort of, bucket list non-bucket list type trips like when we went to michigan yeah i wouldn't trade that trip for anything there was so no. much there was so much involved in that trip that was that that is memorable Unexpected. you know just from this from just from this from the just from driving with an empty tank of gas yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know yeah, just exactly. like the, the experiences yeah, like yeah. the the elk farm like all of that stuff yeah. that we did um was the kind of stuff that you do on bucket on bucket list trips but that going to yeah. to the sunrise side of Michigan would not normally have been something that would have stuck on a bucket list. Right. Yeah. And the same with a lot of the trips that we've done, tons yeah. of the trips we've done, especially some of those ones that we did to, you know, Georgia and, and like, mm-hmm. again, memorable trips, right. not stuff that you would, it wouldn't be a bucket list thing. No, because you wouldn't, you wouldn't think about no more than anything. You're not thinking about, Hey, you know what? I'm going to, f- go into fly into pittsburgh and i'm going to come out in atlanta 12 days later and i'm going to play golf in six states <laughs> like that that's not something you most people would plan out and consider happening but it, it happened so i don't think people would have ever planned to to, to do those trips the way we did them like, uh, no. i think you just wouldn't um no. but man we did them for sure. So, you know, and, and here's the, grind. Thing, here's the other side of it too. I mean, uh, you know, obviously it's very specific for a lot of people, bucket lists, um, generally in golf, people will talk about golf courses themselves. Mm-hmm. There's lots of other things that can happen that mm-hmm. are on a bucket list. I talk to people all the time. I talked to a guy yesterday who, you know, he's at a certain age and he wants to shoot a certain score at a certain age. He wants his index to be a certain amount. That's his bucket list. So bucket lists are personal 
and mm-hmm. they're much like anything else. I mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of, of, um, course rankings that say, here's the course ranking. And we've talked about this extensively yeah. before and, and here's the ranking for everyone. It's personal, what a ranking should be. Right. Yeah. So, and I don't put a lot of value in it that way. So for some people, their bucket list might be taking on some golf course that you've never even heard of before, mm-hmm. but it has some tangible reason why they want to make that happen. And it's related to golf. So thus it's on their bucket list. So that okay. just sort of sets up kind of where we're going. But as I thought about it, I thought, you know what, Jeff, what's your bucket list? I know I'm starting to think more about some of the things I want to do, but let's, let's go down the road and, and see where you, uh, where you write, wrote down and uh, what you're thinking about. Well, I mean, I think um, we did have the opportunity um, shortly after we turned 40 yep. uh, to go to Scotland Yep. Uh, and and play golf in Scotland. Yeah, and, which was uh, great to do that with you for sure. Yeah, uh, it was an awesome trip, um, bucket list worthy, ten times over. Yeah, having done it now, <laughs> what a tease! And and, <laughs> and wanting to go back. Yeah. Um, and I, I was fortunate; say, I did go back a few yeah, years you after did. that. So, yeah, you did, but you didn't yeah. go back and 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 necessarily get into the 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 golf end of it to the extent that. You know, what I mean, like you did play no. golf, but yeah. Oh no, and I, and I, but I wasn't there for the purpose of no. taking down a bunch of golf courses. And let's just say, you know, what you don't necessarily have to go to a place like Scotland and do what we call the sweater tour, which is, you know, all the ones that have hosted the Open. There's yeah. many, many great golf courses to play or whatever. But you're right. When we went to Scotland, we managed to play some golf, great golf courses, but. Obviously, every time we turned around another corner, there was another one. They were like, ooh, that'd be fun to play. Or, well, exactly. And I play. think, you know, Scotland, um, a lot like PEI, right? Uh, you can go or even, you know, PEI or, or you know, someplace like Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. There are sections of it. Like sure. you yeah. can go what we did kind of staying. We didn't really get all the way around Scotland golfing. We, yeah. we were kind of in an area of Scotland because we were moving from place to place and had a schedule and so on. So I want to explore, I want to go back. um, And obviously I would want to go back and have the old course at St. Andrews on the bucket list of, on the list of courses, play, which is very difficult to do uh, unless you plan way, way in advance for it, or you know somebody. Yeah. Um, The the tickets are actually the, um, uh, the reservations for 2024 are about to come up right now, actually, so, another, I think another week or so. So if you want to get on that, you know, you got to do that right away. So that would be one that I want to go back and and, and I want to play the course. We, we yeah. walked it, which yeah. was fun, but yeah. walking's not playing. Yeah. I and, you never, play and you never got to the West Coast. No. Uh, and I'd love to play spend some time in Gullen. So yeah, play North Barrick and a few of those. So, um, I, but on that trip to Scotland, I definitely want uh, Royal Dornock, uh, mm, you yeah. know, it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be on that list for me. Uh, yeah. the old course at St. Andrews has gotta be on that list for me. Mm. Uh, and there's a couple of, a couple others there, um, that I'd love to throw on the list as well. I'm not going to get into naming them all, but those are two in particular that if I went back yep. and did another golf trip to Scotland, yeah, I would, I would want, that's two courses yeah. in particular. I'd want to be on that list. 
Yeah, I think one of the things for me about Scotland that was interesting in our trip versus the one I went back on a family trip where it was kind of our own schedule. And, you know, people have to understand and realize when we go on these trips and it's for a story or whatever, we have a pretty regimented schedule. It's mm -hmm. it's here, we want to see this, you're going to be writing about this, you know, it's, it's so you have interviews set up, there's lots of things to do. So um, while you're there, it's not as casual as it might be. And now I know when I went back with my family, one of the cool parts was part of our trip is we spent a, a week, we'll call it living in St. Andrews, where we just parked the car and we basically just hung out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we played some golf in, in town, um, but we basically just lived a, a St. Andrews life, which was amazing. And, you know, I think that gave me the taste for that. And then knowing that you know, people that I know, like uh, Lord Rubenstein, who did a season Dornock, his his book. Um, there's uh, Curtis Gillespie did an amazing book where he spent a year living in Gullen. Uh, and I and it it's I think there's an opportunity there to kind of spend a little bit longer time. And that's one thing I would like to do at some point in my life is maybe have the opportunity to spend a month and yeah. just hanging out there. Jeff Brooke is actually doing that right now, uh, Globe and Mail journalist, and, and he's done a couple of uh, retreats. You know, last season he did it as well, and he's doing one this year where he's just, you know, he throws his clubs in the train and he's off and he goes and plays and, you know, hangs out with the people locally, you go to the pub. You're just part of the life that's there. And I think I would enjoy that more than just, a, you know, hey, let's let's jump in a, a, a bus with a bunch of people and cram in as many golf courses in the same day and here's our schedule and da-da-da-da-da and, and then you're exhausted by the end of it and then you're trying to realize, did yeah. I enjoy that or not? And I think then that's when you when when you do these bucket list trips like Scotland and, and um, you know, whatever they happen to be, you tend yeah. to, you tend to um, squish everything together mm. and try to get it done. Like, yeah, because I, you don't, don't know if it's going to happen again. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, yeah. And I think that as much as you enjoy it, yeah. Um, because you're doing it and it's on your list, I think mm. you would enjoy it more if yeah, you time. spent more time. I like the yeah. idea of, of, of that kind of thing, 30 days in Scotland kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, the life, the golf, yep. uh, you know, that kind of thing. I, I think that'd be a great, uh, that'd be a great trip to do. Well, I, mean, I, I don't know I, if I, I don't know if I would myself would want to do 30 days in Scotland. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, not wired that way but um <laughs> i definitely would like to spend more time there and spread yep. it i don't want to feel like when i go over the it's next rushed. time i go over i don't want to feel like i'm doing rushed. two courses a day yeah. in yeah. five days yeah. and the long flight and all like i do, i just want to feel like i'm going over yeah. i got a round of golf this day and then maybe the next day i got a day yeah. off and i think the hard you know? part too is we were there in in when we went on our trip we were there in november so mm -hmm. light was a little uh, shy during the day uh whereas when i when i went back the next time it was in july yeah. and had the opportunity to you know have daylight till you know 11 plus at night so yeah. uh, there was lots of time just to walk across um, the links at St. Andrews just to casually enjoy things. And, you know, it just made it a lot more casual. Right. Exactly. No, I, I would agree with that. Now that said about Scotland um, bucket list item. Number two for me is Ireland. Mm, like, yeah. I have got to get like, I'm, I'm 52. <laughs> I, I've, I can't wait much longer to pull this one off. Cause I, I need to be able to enjoy the, the golf sure. as well. Um, yeah. But Ireland just, 
definitely golf yeah. over there just intrigues me so much yeah um and and obviously royal county down at valley bunyan are top of that list for me mm-hmm. and i know that there's way more over there oh yeah than just those two <laughs> i i totally get that yeah but those are two that are are premium prime yeah. on my list and i i've got to i've got to do that i don't RC, know when it's going to happen but yeah. i got to do it rcd is definitely a spiritual i had the opportunity to go there in 2018 and and, and write about it and uh uh, didn't play uh, down south in the Republic, which, you know, but uh, in Northern Ireland, just, you know, Ardglass and Port Stewart and, and uh, but RCD was certainly a special place. And again, it's, it's very spiritual. You stand on that ninth tee and it's one of the hardest golf courses in the world and you see the spires of the uh, Sleep Donner Hotel and then you look up and the Morn Mountains are up above you and the, the sea is crashing to the left of you and you're just like, plant me here <laughs> this is yeah, exactly this, this is i'm good, good. <laughs> so yeah this, this is good i don't care if i make you know 10 on this hole so yeah i, I would like to get back there as well and, and like i said I, I had the opportunity but for, certainly for anybody who's got an appreciation for that game and that sort of we'll call it more natural rougher architecture um you know the more dramatic dunes than you'll see in a lot of the places you'll get that a little bit in scotland up towards aberdeen peterhead uh fraserboro you'll get those uh big dunes or whatever but not what you see consistently in some of those parts of northern ireland and ireland so um that's 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 a cool one and uh, you mentioned as far as Scotland, I still would like to get a little further north in Scotland, Nairnbrora, some of the places up there as well. And hey, that could be part of that month that uh, I travel. So there All we right. go. I like it. All right. Um, what else you got other, on the list? One other one for me. Um, yeah. You fortunately have had the opportunity to do this. I had the opportunity to do this <laughs> and and I, I passed up on it, but I, I want to see the Masters live. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because I want to see the Masters live. No, you want to see the golf course. I want to see Augusta National live. Yeah, and course. given that, yeah. you know, a far down my bucket list is to actually play Augusta National, which is probably never going to happen. Yeah, but uh, seeing, I at least would love to be able to be on the grounds yeah. and see what I see on TV live mm-hmm. because I know that television Doesn't does do not justice. do that property justice no. so i no. need to i need to see that golf course up close and personal yeah. with my feet on on the hallowed yeah. grounds i need to... well kind of a combo for that for me and you know we're obviously talking about you know the uk and you're talking about a major i'd still like to get to the open championship or oh, yeah. an open championship um you know ideally obviously you'd like to to go to st andrews but it's mayhem when that happens you get 265 270,000 people there during that week but I'd like to just attend an open championship uh, of all the tournaments I would, I would have left to, to play or see or, or cover or, and, and that's one I would like to go as a spectator because I've never been to too many uh, majors as a, a spectator or many events as a spectator. I went to the 2017 PGA as a spectator and it was a totally different experience than working it obviously. Yeah. Um, and, but then open championship would definitely be, the one just to go and enjoy and not you know not have to run back to the media tent and file a story or or worry about anything you know that's what, going on. I just you know what the sad it. part is is the open championship for me i love the open championship is by far is by far my favorite major but um i, I, I love a lot it coming <laughs> i feel i love the open championship to watch it on right. tv yeah um i love the fact that the elements and plays mm-hmm. such a major factor in, which in means you wouldn't want to be watching i don't the know that i really want to see one live like mm-hmm. i would love to now let me let me let me 
quantify some things here. I would love to play an open championship golf course under open championship conditions. Hmm. So I would play in the pouring rain and the wind yeah. and the, yeah. and the hail. I would play in that. I don't know if I want to walk around with an umbrella that doesn't stay. Yeah. I, I don't know if I want to do, I want to watch that happen. Uh, I'd like watching that happen from the Which, comfort of my own 5 a.m. chair. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's, I think it's for me, it's the experience of, of the spectators. And I think it's the aura that was created from the, the early broadcast that used to watch with the you know the bbc broadcast with peter alice and, yeah. and the knowledgeable spectators and the, and the crowd and how they sort of enjoy the day and it's way different than you know people just pulling out a phone and trying to get video clips of something that you know rather than just enjoying the experience and i think for some reason i mean people do that at augusta because they're not allowed to have a phone in there which yeah, yeah. probably makes for a really cool experience that way but and it's probably changed over the years but i think it's more just the experience of again just you know being around that more than anything so now, um, another bucket list kind of thing for me mm -hmm. is it's not even so much a bucket list thing for me as it would be for somebody else. But I would like, because my youngest son, Brandon, is a, is a very avid golfer. Yeah. Uh, sadly, my older son, is Nolan, is not such an avid <laughs> golfer. So this would not apply sure. to him because he, would, he wouldn't right. enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I would love for Brandon to be able to, at some point, experience a, a road trip. Um, ah, with okay. me, uh, yeah. like, and and you, like, I mean, yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd love him to be because we've taken people on road trips with us before, yeah. and good, the reaction and bad. <laughs> yes, that's that's for another that's day. The, the, to, <laughs> cut, cut <it. laughs> um, but we've taken people on road trips yeah. with us before, and and yeah. the reaction by those people to being on those road trips is always the same. Yep. you know how amazing it is to yeah. to to go through the experience of a of a road trip of one of our flag stick mm -hmm. staff road trips yeah uh not just a guy's jumping a car road trip but one of our i'd like i'd like for him to be able to experience what that's like because he's mm. heard me talk about them and he's read sure. certain articles that we've written on them and things like yeah, that if they're passionate about golf then yeah they're obviously yeah. gonna enjoy like, that i so, think he yeah. would be totally into the idea of two a days and you yeah. know, nine courses in 11 days and things like, like maybe, yeah. maybe not yeah. that maybe much. I don't, know. I, I don't know if I can handle <laughs> that, but yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I'd love for him to experience that as, as a, as a bucket list item for me, but as an experience mm. for him, I think yeah. um, as well. I mean, I would like to see you guys because I mean, again, my daughter plays, but she's not, you know, interested at all as far as competitive golf, but you know, you guys would probably have fun at a father-son tournament or something like that. Like Someday. the father-son father in Waterville in Ireland. He'd be carrying me. You know? Well, whatever the case, <laughs> it doesn't have necessarily have to be competitive, but the fact that you're competing together, there's yeah. a, there's a, there's an innate bond that happens through golf and through road trips. I mean, you know, as well as I, you know, I've been on lots of trips with lots of people over the years and outside of our own trips, but you know, there's a connection that happens when you're traveling with people, you've got those common experiences, you've got those common bonds, those stories. I mean, there's people I, I talk to daily that, you know, all of a sudden just sending out, Hey, remember that time playing that yeah. golf course in the middle of wherever, whatever. And you just kind of laugh and go, man, yeah, what a situation that was. Um, so yeah, you know, it, it creates a, a different, um, it creates a different element about it. That's not necessarily just about the golf, about the score. Um, so that would be cool. And I mean, whoever it is, but obviously if it's a family member, it's even, even better. Now I, I know, I guarantee like my, my bucket list is, 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 
I'm not going to say generic. It's unique to me, but yeah. I, there's got to be stuff on your bucket list that's just um, off the Ooh. wall. <laughs> well, uh, no, seriously. I mean, because yeah. I mean, you, you know, you know a lot more stuff, and and you're you're intrigued by a lot different yeah. things than most people in the golf yeah. industry would be intrigued by. So I, I got to think that there's a couple of things on your bucket list that yeah. just would, would not be on anybody else's. No, I mean, as a golf professional and somebody who kind of, you know, thinks about research and people getting better and performance and always involved with sports and sports performance and stuff, I'd still like to attend a world scientific Congress of golf, which is really a, you know, it, it's a basically an event where people present papers on research about things they're studying in, in golf. Um, so again, yeah, there it is. People will be like, "What?" Um, but yes, yeah, so that's on nobody's happened. bucket list except for yours, man. I've had some friends that have presented at it and was on their bucket list to present. <clears throat> would just be a neat thing. Been to lots of teaching conferences and things like that, but that would be kind of the ultimate that way. You could probably get DMAC to go on that with you. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, he would definitely be into that. And, and you're right. A lot of them, you know, people are going to throw out the same golf courses. Mm -hmm. You know, they're you know, everybody's got these big lists of other courses and things they want to play i do see one on your list that i think i can help you with that um because i know i'm going to play it actually next month so <laughs> but i'm going to make arrangements and and you can come along if you like so um next month sure yeah oh are you going to the national no hamilton yeah oh, son of a... <laughs> we'll talk off air <laughs> um we have our golf journalist day just down the road so we might have an opportunity to to oh the uh yes yeah. at um yeah it's at copetown woods copetown woods yeah so yeah i'd like to see ancaster before the uh you know the open uh next year but uh whatever the case if that's not that time we will we have some friends we'll we'll make some arrangements and, and make sure you get to knock that off your list whether it's uh this year or next year whatever the case anyways um other things there too you know uh you know i'm sentimental about golf mm -hmm. and you know there's a golf course that uh you know was personal to me it's in the uh, middle of nowhere 80 kilometers off the coast of british columbia <laughs> uh in a place called Haida Gwaii, uh, a little 5500 yard golf course where i worked it was the first place i ever worked a place wow. called dixon entrance which is barely surviving it's owned by the community now but you know at that point there was a military community there and they had this golf course um beautiful little course right on the ocean um spectacular to see it's not much i mean we're talking cows going through this place we're talking flyer lies everywhere it's teeny little greens you know members, members go out and, and cut the fairways and whatever um but it was the first place where i worked on a golf course i did that for for two years uh first place wherever you know won a club championship won a tournament i guess for the first time and it still exists and i'd like just to go back and see if you know, my thoughts or memories of it. And I have seen pictures of it or whatever match up to the feelings and emotions and the attachment that I have to that based on, you know, something that happened almost 40 years ago now. Yeah. Um, but just, just to go back and see it. And uh, I've managed to go back and see, you know, some properties and stuff that, you know, were part of my youth before. Um, but that would be one that would be on the list for me, which again, would be something nobody else is going to well, and, and I'm very fortunate that um, I did have the opportunity to um, get a final round of golf oh, yeah, in, at Brockville Highland and, yeah. and that Brandon was actually able to be a part of that yeah. uh, before it shut down, um, yeah. you know, uh, because that was sort of 
I wasn't really golf. I wasn't really a golfer per se at that time, but that yeah. was the very, very first golf course that I ever played. Right. And, um, and I was fortunate enough to be able to play it one last time before they closed it. So, yeah. um, I think now, I know there's, I know there's one on this list that we could do together, but you know, it might beat us up pretty good, but then we definitely take a cart. I couldn't see us walking it, <clears throat> but I'd still like to, at some point play 54 in a day. <laughs> we've done 36 lots over the years and i'll tell people we've done i know we've done more than 36 in a day before oh yeah i think we've done 45 but oh, i don't yeah. think we've done 54 54 would be <clears throat> and i've done the last uh earlier this year i did uh let me think i did 48 in a day but 20 was on a short course that was a blue jack national in Texas. okay let me do the math here hang on a second. i did 18 and then two tens so we need three 18s so but some in a cart i could probably pull that off yeah but you know so where I, though <laughs> i don't know why but I, I think you know what doing that at a place like uh tpc toronto osprey valley where they've got three golf courses and just go we could go back to two. pinehurst they're about to open number 10 there you know that's some place you go back and you play 54 maybe it's Maybe you you throw in one of the short courses. You do four, two, and maybe one or three or five. Um, you know, I will say, obviously, doing all eight there when they had eight in four and a half days was a bit of a feat. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I'd still like to do that one time for sure. There's the road trip. There you go. <laughs> Better make sure there's nothing the next day, <laughs> except naps. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. Um, the only other, the only other thing on my bucket list is specific courses that I want to yeah. play. Okay. Uh, you know, like, like we did, just talked about Hamilton yeah. country club in Ancaster, um, the national, yeah. um, more by intrigue than anything else. There's mm -hmm. no other real reason for me to want to play the national other than why is this like golf course? Why is this golf course number one all the time? Now, mind you, yeah. Cabot's kind of taken over that spot as far as the rankings, which I really don't yeah. give a crap about rankings yeah. at all. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But uh, it's just one of those ones that's been at the top of the list of golf courses in, in the country for ages. Yeah. Uh, and I want to know why. Sure. Um, so there's that, that one. More than yeah. Right? Royal Melbourne um, <clears throat> is yeah, I'd one. Like to do this. I'd like to do the sand belt as well. That would be uh, Bandon Dunes is another one that is just got mm. my, my intrigue. There's something mm. something I think that's going to would be absolutely special that with links, that place. It's that links appeal, right? I know. I know. Um, Augusta, obviously, I mentioned. And the only yeah. other one on my list that is a little different but it's not unpopular oh, yeah uh, is east lake okay and east lake is on there only because it's the host of the tour championship and has been for a while a while so yeah. it's kind of that every once in a while there's a course on tv that you you just you know what they bring they come back to this golf course every year i know it's part of the community thing and everything yeah. But what is it about East Lake that it makes it such a yeah. great tournament for hosting the Tour Championship? Again, yeah. kind of like the National, it's by mm -hmm. intrigue more than anything else that sure. I want to play. Yeah, well, I'd like to still uh, another area I'd like to get to in the U.S. I mean, you've mentioned a few here. Um, been lucky to get to a bunch, so I know, I'm, and I'm not greedy, that's for sure. But uh, I'd like to spend some time. A little bit more time in Long Island, but yeah. with, golf with golf clubs in my hand, uh, just because, you know, National Golf Links, uh, Shinnecock um, had some chances to play some courses there before. Some of them just didn't happen. Um, but yeah, that would be an area I'd like to get to. And, you know, Beth Page, 
Montauk, you know, some of the public ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't mind some of that. Love the Northeast. We did, we did uh, some fun trips uh, through the Northeast. I, I, I still look back at our Cape Cod one. It was a lot of fun. There was yeah, the captain. stuff there. And uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, that would be an area I'd like to get to. And, and it's like anybody else. We could sit here and you can make a list as long as your leg uh, and you can oh, keep yeah. going here and going through this. But, you know, it was kind of the ones that popped to your, the top of your head right away. And I, I think the biggest thing out of this is I'd love to hear more from people about what their bucket list is all about. Oh, hundred percent. You know, courses, why a course, is there something other else? Is there an accomplishment? Is there something? So if people want to comment below on, on the YouTube or any other social media, send us DMS, whatever the case may be. I'd love to see like a comprehensive bucket list. Cause you know what? That might prompt us to sit there and go, Ooh, cause I know there's one thing I thought about kind of after this, which I, I hadn't written down. I still want to go to the gold putter vault at ping. And that's mm. not a golf course. So, I mean, those no, are things. Yeah, been to a lot of equipment thing. manufacturers, seen a lot of things. We could pull that we, off. That Yeah, but that would be a cool thing to see. So I would expect that there's a lot of people who are probably going to have some things that are there. Maybe things that we take for granted, like going to have, be custom fit by a manufacturer, going to see a, a golf ball plant or, you know what I mean? There's, or interview an athlete or, or whatever. Uh, there's probably some things that, you know, we sort of have taken for granted because they're part of our normal life mm-hmm. that we haven't forgot about, but I'd like to see where that is for people. And you know what, if there's any way you can help people to do it, that's always fun too. Exactly. Just to yeah. connect them to with people or whatever, or show them a way that they can they can take part of those in those experiences. And we don't necessarily know everybody in the golf industry, uh, people, no. but um, certainly are not the la- the worst people to reach out to if you're trying to to do yeah. something to knock something off a bucket list. Yeah. Whether we can help you get onto a golf course that you want to play, or whether we can put you in touch with somebody right who might be able to help you get yeah. onto a golf course, yeah. uh, we do have a few connections still yeah. in the industry after twenty seven years. Keep going, twenty eight <laughs> years. My God, yeah. wow. Yeah, but trying to anyways. fill some of these bucket list things. I'll tell you, you that. You got it. Let's get to it. All right, all right. Let's wrap. It up. Um, let's wrap it up. That was great. A great back nine. Great chat about bucket lists um thank you everybody yeah for, for sure. helping 100%. us uh, celebrate our uh, 50th episode of the flagstick podcast we really appreciate you um thank you to our sponsors uh metcalf golf club castleview golf club our presenting sponsor adidas uh introducing the ultimate 365 tour heat apparel and zg23 fent footwear to help golfers handle the heat this season the collection features a mix of silhouettes for men and women made with heat ready and no-show technology to keep golfers cool and dry so they can perform their best both the zg23 vent and ultimate 365 tour apparel are available now on adidas.ca the adidas app and of course selected retailers worldwide um thank you i hope you've enjoyed this episode the 50th uh, as well as uh, listening and watching many episodes of the flagstick podcast be sure to follow us across all the social media networks, Instagram, X, and Facebook. Subscribe to Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and uh, do not forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like us and click the notification bell to make sure that you never miss a single episode. Get over to flagstick.com because that's where you're going to find a more amazing golf content, content published every single day. Um, as always, 
Appreciate you tuning in. Until next week, I'm Jeff Potter. I'm Scott McLeod. Remember, always go for the stick.